Okay. Well, yesterday was Wednesday. So we raced through an entire chock-full of concepts chapter of Tanya. And now it's Thursday. So we have the beginning of chapter 36. Today was also Zion Adar. We have that special energy. And we have the beginning of chapter 36. Now chapter 35, 36, and 37 are one subunit of Tanya in that the theme of all three is the idea of action, the supremacy of action. 36 and 37 specifically are focusing on Mashiach and ultimately on the actions needed to bring Mashiach, to bring the redemption. So 36 is a more theological, philosophical chapter, and 37 is more like the practical application. So in our philosophical chapter on Mashiach, there begins by saying a phrase that we probably all know, but this is actually the source for it, that it's known that the purpose of creation is Hashem desired a home in the lower realm. Now that phrase is not original to the Alter Rebbe. The precise wording is the Alter Rebbe, but he's utilizing actually four different sources in the Midrash and four different places in the Midrash when it's identifying the purpose of creation. It says basically in various expressions, that God wants a home, a home in this lower realm. And this is, of course, the phrase we know so well, what is the purpose of creation? What's going to be actualized by Mashiach, by the redemption? Dira b'sachtainim, a home in the lower realm. What does it mean, a home? How does we, how do we give God a home? A home means a place where you are freely expressed, where you are completely comfortable to be yourself. When you're out there in the world, on some level you have to have more manners, more respectability. Maybe you're put together more. Maybe you put on makeup before you go out or you put on a better shaitel or jewelry or, or the way you behave is more controlled, more refined, more respectable. Then you come home and you're yourself because home is where you're comfortable to be yourself. So if we say God wants this world to be at home, it means he wants a place where he is freely expressed. To be very precise, a home means, for God, the permanent revelation of his essence. That's his desire. He went through this whole creation business a long time ago, right? Over 5,700 years ago, with one goal in mind. He wants a home. He craves a home. That's why many of us also have that craving because we're in his image. But the Midrash states, as the Alter Rebbe says here, and as we will discuss for the bulk of the chapter, that he wants this home in the lower realm. And that's the question of our chapter. So that God wants a home, we don't question. He has, if you will, a taiva, a desire of a taiva. You can't ask questions on a title. Why does God want a home? I don't know, but he wants it. But why does he want the home here? That's what seems so unusual. Meaning, why is that unusual? Because space, like time, 
is a constraint of creation. It's not true to the creator. So from God's perspective, what's the significance of here over there? Why would he limit his desire for a home that's specifically in our world, in the lowest world? That's where he wants to be. If he already wants a home, you would think all of creation should be his home, meaning all of the upper world, all of the supernal world are also creation. Before creation, what was there? God. After creation, everything we know that's godliness is all part of creation. So if his goal is a home, you would think, Primarily, he'd want to be home in the spiritual realm, and maybe also here too, because it's all part of creation. Or he'd want to be have his home everywhere, not because he's more comfortable there than here, but because it's all creation. He wants his home. He wants to be expressed in his creation. But here we're saying there's an exclusivity. He specifically, uniquely, only wants his home here. When we have the complete revelation of Mashiach of the redemption. Atsilos is not going to experience the permanent revelation of essence. Only this physical world will. So uniquely in this physical world, he wants his home. And that's our question. By Hashem, there's no above and below. Space, our coordinates of creation, is equally everywhere. So why is he specifically saying there, in this physical reality in that dimension, in the lowest possible level of creation, yes, that's where I want to be. So there the first explains that the whole idea of space, the whole idea of levels, higher and lower, is completely from the perspective of creation. From the Abishur's perspective, from God's perspective, before creation, all there is is him. And after creation, in a sense, all there is is him. So he's equally everywhere. It's all him. But from our perspective, there is a difference in levels as we look at the godliness that's expressing him being more and more and more concealed. Everything of creation is concealment. Even the higher realms are concealment. There's just a lot more concealment down here. Like the Pasuk says, when Moshe wanted to see Hashem, he was told, Man can't see me and live. But our sages say, another way to understand this, Man can't see me. And even the even those holy animals, meaning the angels, they also can't see me. Meaning for all of creation, there's concealment. The question is to what degree? How intense are the veils? How many are the veils? How intense is the constriction behind the veil? So we have level upon level of more and more and more constriction. But it's all constriction. It's all descent. It's all creation until we get as low as it possibly can get. We get to our physical, coarse, corporeal reality that can't get any lower. Because here, God is quite concealed. What will be lower? That he's not accessible at all? Here we say it's a doubly dark darkness. It's so dark that we don't even realize it's dark. We think the darkness is light already. Our world is a world full of evil, full of forces of klipa, forces that conceal Hashem, forces of sitra achra, forces that get their vitality from these klipas that conceal Hashem, forces of ego. The essence factor of all evil is that I, that I that separates and discards 
its identity as being an extension of God's reality. And it says, says, an I, I exist. I'm separate. I'm also a God, distinct and unique from the totality of Hashem's existence. That's our world. And specifically in our world, that's where Hashem wants to be. There, uniquely there, He wants Mashiach. And to understand why, you'll have to wait for Matishavu to be explained. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. We should have a good Shabbos, amazing energy of Zion Adar, and, and going into the Purim. So a lot, a lot to focus on, to draw from, to be grateful for. Good Shabbos.